Hello everyone and welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of What's in the Pod, hosted by me, Ben Grabia. On today's episode, I'm joined by Tyler Pleewe and Mickey Khan to discuss the 1995 movie Toy Story. This is a big one for me. Toy Story is a staple of my childhood and what I grew up to be, and it's so awesome to talk about it as an adult, to also look back on what I thought about it as a kid, and it's a lot of the same thoughts, to be honest. It's the first Pixar movie we're doing, it's the first Pixar movie ever, and it might be the best animated movie of all time. So, without further ado, let's get into it. You are a toy! You aren't the real Buzz Lightyear, you're you're an action figure! You are a child's plaything! Cue the music. Welcome to another episode of What's in the Pod. I'm joined by Tyler and Mickey, and we're here talking Toy Story. Welcome, boys. Hello again. Good to be back. Again. Um, I'm so excited for this one. I think Toy Story is so slept on as a movie. Like, I think it's people talk about it as like child's movie, and I think that's where it stays, and an anime movie, and that's where it stays. But I think as an actual film, and if you want to make good films, I think Toy Story is slept on. To make a story like this, to make you feel for a character in an hour and 20 minutes Incredible. and wrap it up is, is unreal. Incredible. And the animation is insane for it being so old. Anyways, I don't want to do it before we get into it, but I'm, just, I'm super excited. So, let's oh, get into I th- it. I thought you were, it sounded like you were getting ready to make the case. Not yet. Okay. okay. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I, just, I just teased you. <laughs> Alright, so let's give the basic background and then we'll get into it. Toy Story is released on November 22nd, 1995. A cowboy doll is profoundly jealous when a new spaceman toy supplants him as the top toy in a boy's room. Written by John Lasseter, Peter Doctor, and Andrew Stanton. Also helped writing was Joss Whedon and Joel Joel Cohen. Shout out Joss Whedon. Yeah, Marvel guy. And one of the Cohen brothers. Uh, Directed by John Lasseter. Starring Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Don Rickles. Jim Varney, Wallace Shawn, John Ratzenberg, Annie Potts, and Eric Van Detten. It cost $30 million to make and made $373 million at the box office. Say that again? It cost $30 million to make and made $373 million. Sheesh. It was nominated for three Oscars, Best Writing, Original Song, and Best Original Score, and it won the Special Achievement Award. Wow. Yeah. What does the Special Achievement Award mean? Like, I've never heard of that There's award There's no before. nominees for that. It's just yeah, like someone do, gets... It's like they make an award for you. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's huge. Given out, like, it's not necessarily every year, but every, like... I'm trying to think who else has gotten it. Like, actors have gotten in it. Yeah, they'll, they'll give, like, an actor a Lifetime Achievement Award or something yeah. like that. Right, like, right, right. Um, okay. And according to IMDb, it is ranked as the 81st movie of all time. Pretty cool. Yeah. So... Instead of asking you guys what it was like when you watch it the first time, because that's we're kids and that's like an obvious question, I'm going to ask you what it was like watching it the most recent time as an adult, and you've taken away and you because you're not in the phase yet of we have kids and I'm showing it to my children. We're in the phase of we're an adult. I know it's understand. I'm understanding what's happening, but I'm not in that yeah like that phase where I'm showing it to someone yet. So what was it like watching it for you guys as adults? I was shocked how well this movie held up on its own. Like this, like a movie about like a kid's toys could just be like the most plain script. Like, like just they could go all camp and silliness with the toys. But like these toys are characters. Like this yes. is a movie with characters in it. And I was really taken aback by and that. And real themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like themes of boy, loyalty, mm-hmm. trust, friendship. Yeah. Bro, like yeah, Buzz Lightyear stuff. has a little like existential crisis in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like doesn't even know who he is. When he gets drunk yeah. at, when he gets like drunk at the tea party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I'll touch on that. <laughs> I'll touch on that for sure. But like that really kinda I would 
it took me aback. Like I, I was, I was surprised. Because I think when I told you specifically when, that we were doing Toy Story on a podcast, you were kind of like, "What, really?" And I'm, I'm glad that you, you saw it, that mm-hmm. you seen. When's the last time you seen it? I oh, so long. Like years like, and so years. Long. Eh? The well, yeah. Toy Story one, like because. Toy Story, like, there's four Toy Stories, and I've seen yeah. them all. I and they're remember. all good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, is it Fuzzy the Bear? Is Third that that one. guy's name? He's in Something the, like that. Like, the pink bear. Like yeah, whatever. exactly. Lotso. No, Lotso. Lotso. Yeah, that's like, who it, yeah. Like, that was a great movie. Like, so hang on, hang on. Can I, yeah, we're still in the, we're still in the broad question segment. Is this even the best Toy Story no, movie? No, it's not. Like, Toy Story 3, I think, is better. Yeah. I can't even remember Toy Story 3. Toy man. Story 3 oh is, like... I think it's the best one. It's the best one. And and I'm not saying Toy Story... That's why I wanted to do Toy Story. The first one is to talk yeah. more about how it started and Pixar and yeah. anime and yeah. stuff like that. And it's not a bad movie. But, like, yo, how many movie... Like, how many movie series have four installments that have held up as well as Toy Story? Yeah. And have, like, 95... I think Toy Story 2 is, like, 98... Toy Story 3 is 2010, and Toy Story 4 was, like, two years ago. Mm. And they're still all good, and it's, like, taking some time to make these movies. Um, yeah, it's incredible. For real. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, maybe Harry Potter? Like, I, I, I genuinely don't know. Not Star Wars. No. Like, James Bond, I guess. There's I so guess. many James Bonds, though. Not everyone is good. Yeah. Yeah. But there's probably four good. Yeah. Ones. Four oh, in yeah. a row. Four in a row. Oh no. Daniel Craig. So. Yeah, he no. made four. Oh no, because no. Quantum, Quantum of Solace, Solace was garbage. Yeah. True that. <laughs> yeah. So, Todd, what was it like for you to watch it as like <clears throat> an adult? Yeah, man. It's been years since I watched this movie, and so I watched it obviously for the pod again and i just i love it and mickey said it perfectly how well it's held up and like the themes and it's just like so relevant to in the and just like you can relate to everything that they talk about and it's just i love it um yeah uh it was a nice like little memorable thing to just like watch again just because i haven't seen it for so long Mm -hmm. uh it's like look back on it and be like man the a lot of like moments of uh yeah back when my childhood got brought up when i watched it it was like holy crap oh i remember this it's like it's like a smell right how it brings back all these memories yeah and true. this just brought back all these this flooded all of these memories in when i was a kid so i have a bunch of memories written down about when i was a kid thinking that that's what we we're gonna talk about but <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell, us, like, man, tell us because i had to do it too but i wanted to, i want first wanted to ask you guys about like adulthood but like yeah it, it's so good as an adult and even as a kid, like, you, when you're a kid, you don't pick up on, like, really the point, right? You're just, like, when I was a kid and I watched this on VHS, shout out VHS. It's, <laughs> such, a, it's such a good movie that it, it does so many things for different stages yeah. of your life. Yes, yeah. exactly. I'm really interested to, like, when we all have kids and stuff, we can sit and talk about, like, what was it like to show my son? Yeah, and they're going to be, like, six years old, and they're going to be, like, laughing at it, but for completely different reasons than what I would laugh at it for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like Spongebob in that way. Mm-hmm. You and SpongeBob, man. I love SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like when I was a kid, like VHS, uh, you know. But a, a really moment that sticks out for me is when we had our lake lot, uh, all the cousins would be out there, and say it was like a stormy day, we would be inside the cabin, and we throw on you know the tube TV, get the VHS in there, and we watch Toy Story on the the old like. 80s tv that we had and it was just like like all the cousins like 10 of us in there just sitting in front of this tv watching toy story just like having some amazing times and laughs and stuff like that and it's just you know even like with my parents right like you know when you're sick from home from school you know it's like that movie just always throw on it's always there it's like it now watching as adult like i like as a kid, seeing Toy Story, like, I bawled in the theater. And I was, like, 2010, so I was, like, 12. Yeah, yeah like, Toy I was, Story 3? I bawled, Yo. like, uncontrollably in a theater, like, on my birthday. I was, it was actually embarrassing, I guess. <laughs> and now, even now, like, if I watch Toy Story 3 and I'm sitting by myself, I'm going to tear up. Yeah. Toy Story 1, when the song played, like, Toy Story, like, this makes me, like, so emotional for some reason. Because it was, like, as someone who loves movies, I would say... 
Toy Story is on my Mount Rushmore most influential movies in my life. Mm. Wow. Not saying it's like my favorite or the best or, or whatever, but influential movies of my life yeah. and started me in liking to sit down and watch a movie. Toy Story 1 will I be there. I appreciated, like, when I grew up, we didn't have a lot of money. And if I got a new toy, that was a huge deal in my household. And this movie really, like, made that, like, care for my toys so much more because of this the theme of like you know like take care of your things and stuff like that and like it was really cool to have that and just really take care of the toys i had because i didn't want that shit happening to me what happened to uh uh woody and buzz yeah exactly and it just i always felt bad if i you know started to forget about a toy and it would make me sad and and relate back to this movie yeah so it's and to have a roster of actors who are really good character actors, like Don Rickles, Jim, like Wallace Shawn, Ratzenberger, these are all Pixar voice actors who are an amazing voice actors. Yep. And then to bring in Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, guys, I'm going to give you the 10-year run of Tom Hanks. Oh, boy. 10 oh, years of movies Tom Hanks did. Like, this is fucked. This is, like, the most probably insane 10-year run of all time. Here we go. A League of Their Own. This is in order. A League of Their Own. Sleepless in Seattle. Philadelphia. Forrest Gump. Apollo 13. Toy Story. Save Your Private Ryan. You've Got Mail. Toy Story 2. Green Mile. Castaway. Ten years. And he was like filming like three of these movies at once when he was doing Toy Story, I think, right? Yeah. It's insane. Like, he... He... I'm not. He doesn't. He make. He makes the movie a lot, 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 lot better. Yeah. And it's still a great movie. And it's still a great screenplay without him. But him. It's funny that a lot of people, like when you ask, like, who when you when you think of Denzel Washington, what role comes to mind, or when you think of so and so, what role comes to mind? When I think of Tom Hanks, I it's funny enough that Toy Story. Woody you think comes, of Woody? Yeah, it comes to mind. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that's sentimental that's straight sentimental for me that's what comes to mind when i hear tom hanks's voice and everything i hear woody i hear the mannerisms like i hear what woody what woody is is what i would think tom hanks is loyal trustworthy would do fucking anything for you Mm. like you know how many times in these toy story trilogies and installments that woody like all our problems could have been solved if woody just didn't go out of his way to help someone like movies would obviously be boring and whatever, but like that's what he's like, and that's what I've always thought Tom Hanks would just do. So, yeah, this movie's insane, and it's like the first ever Pixar movie, first computer animated film. Um, so, how do you think this movie's gonna remain relevant with you know our kids growing up, kids that are kind of in that age now? Like, do you think it's still gonna hold up for them? Do you think they're gonna enjoy it? Do you think people are gonna push away? And there's more Disney, there's more Pixar. Like, let's watch something else. I think this is one of the... I think it's a short list of Pixar movies that we had growing up that are going to be mainstays for the future generation, and I think this is one of them. Yeah, I agree. It's... Yeah. It's probably... It's probably this. Are we Are we going to get into the, the, the goats yet? Or... Is that goat something we goat get Pixar's. Into now? Yeah. Because it's probably this. Toy Story Lion 3. Lion King. Oh, pick, that's not Pixar. That's not no. Pixar. The Lion King. Oh, like I'm Let's talking animated movies. Oh, and we're showing oh. our kids okay. later on. Like, so it's probably this. Are you Lion are you talking King. Toy Story? as I think Toy Story is a all four of them together. It counts as one. Damn. Okay. Well, I'm just talking like individual movies. Because Lion King only has one. Yeah, Toy Story. I would show them. Finding Toy Story. Nemo. Probably just one. Wally, maybe, or like, are you? Wally. Damn, that's a good. Wally. One. Wally, Wally was good. Monsters Inc. People. Monsters I would show Inc. people. I would show people up. Up, yeah, it's really brilliant. Yeah, like Pixar is brilliant. Uh, Inside Out, like these. Yeah, Pixar is Pixar is more. Disney's kind of throws content, which is fine. They want to make the money. Pixar is like, like they do brilliant stuff. Like they take their time. Like they're like a Kendrick Lamar album. Like they take four years. Like they take their time. I was gonna say it's like (laughs) every four years is when like pretty much a Pixar movie comes out. And it's always like we're gonna get five years without a Kendrick album. All right, no. Who knew we were comparing Pixar to Kendrick? (laughs) Nowhere else will you find a link between Toy Story and Kendrick Lamar. (laughs) Yeah, 
animated, like, I guess, like, yeah. I think Toy Story would be up there for me. Probably the first one I would show my children, and then probably Lion King would be after that. But, yeah, there's something sentimental about Toy Story, and there's something sentimental about, like, I would did the same thing growing up with, I called them my guys. They were, like, my, my stuffed animals, and I had 30. And I had a name for all of them, and I had a backstory for all of them. And I would do the thing that Andy does, where he would play with them. And then, like, you know, Mr. Porkchop is, like, the bad guy always. Yeah. And then, like, I would leave him, and I would, like, I would sleep with my favorite one. Oh, yeah. Just like Andy does with Woody. And if I got a new one, I would, like, throw that to the side and, like... So you thought you were Andy yeah. the first time you watched this. Yeah, and I really... Because I was doing that stuff before I had watched Toy Story 2. So I was like, oh, this is about me? <laughs> like, this Andy is me? And the stuff about, like, the true feeling you feel with Woody when he doesn't isn't wanted anymore. And it's a crazy concept. Woody is an action figure toy. But he's dealing with human emotions of rejection. Yes, that we feel and every jealousy. single day. Yeah, and yeah. it's such a really good spin of how to feel that. And it's like... It's true. It's 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 amazing. Like it's so amazing what they've written, in, and it's an hour and twenty minutes. This I movie. know that's insane. Man. So fast. Like, yeah. I watched this movie and I was like, I, I felt like I just sat down and then it was done. Kind of shocking how they put all that into, into an it. hour and twenty minutes. Like, yeah, and it just is like perfect that's time. That's just the shit that Ben loves right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that length. An hour and 20 minutes. Oh, Lord. You're in and you're out. What do you guys think of, uh, we didn't really talk, what do you guys think of Toy Story 2 before we get into categories? I didn't think it was as good. It's a cool movie. It's probably the worst one, maybe? Worst? Really? I think 4 is the worst one. 4 is not even, 4 is really good. I had really low expectations. I was actually kind of blown away by 4. But I think 2 is probably the worst one out of yeah, I didn't like the. I didn't like the much. the the Woody subplot with the with the the chick or whatever. No, not not her. She Jesse's fine. I'm talking about the not the like when he gets his arm. Like, no, like what's the bad guy's name? Oh, uh, prospector. The, prospector. the prospector. Like guy. that guy is yeah. just like weird, and it's just uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like like a, I like the Jesse story of her story about rejection, and like with the Sarah McLaughlin songs playing, and that's just like whoa, this is <laughs> terrifyingly heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I like I like the I think I like more the buzz, the buzz story arc in Toy Story two, mm. mm-hmm. and in every other one I like Woody's story arc more. Like I'm always been a Woody guy. What do you guys? You guys Woody's or Buzz Buzz guys? There's two I, kind of people. Are you I, a Woody or a Buzz guy? I really guy? don't know how to answer I that. leaned, when I was a kid, I was a Woody fan. When I rewatched it, I'm like all about Buzz. Hmm. Yeah. I love Buzz, man. Interesting. I'm I excited re- for the I Buzz. I really don't know. I'm excited for the Buzz. Oh, uh, God. I can't movie. wait for that. They're going to hammer because it's a Pixar movie, so they've taken their time. They're ready oh, to yeah. go. I guess if anybody could do it. It's going to be, yeah. So, do you, you guys have anything else before we get into categories? Uh, let's see here. Um, honestly, yeah, we, we already touched on it. The characters. It was the character building. Like, all of these characters, like, have nuance to them. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't quite say they're dynamic characters, but, like, they're, they're fleshed out. And you kind of get, in very little time, you get a good feeling as to, like, who this guy is. And it's just like, oh, Mr. Potato Head is your physical comedy guy. And, uh... Ham is the he's your cynical character, and Rex is anxious. And yeah, like, Rex is Rex is the anxious character that we all know. And yeah. when he hurt, like he does, like he'll like run into a wall, and it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there's so much depth to this movie that I really wasn't expecting. Slinky is this, like, Slinky is your dog. Like he's yeah. like what a dog would be like to uh-huh. Woody. Like Woody. He's like loyal. Yes. And yeah. He's yeah. Woody's dog. Yeah. His own fault. Yeah. 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 Um, I was also going to just add, like, do you think this, because it's, like, the first Pixar movie and, like, the first, like, new, like, completely different take on uh, animated films, do you think this is, like, a gateway to a whole new genre of animated films? Yeah. It has to be. It has to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. it, It blew, it was, like, we can do computer animation now. Yeah, because of this. Because of this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it was all drawings before. Did you guys ever go to the Pixar exhibit at the Telus World of Science? 
Nope. No, I didn't. It was really cool, and like they, I went to it couple couple times actually (laughs) i went to it like once by myself but i also like took field trips with the summer camps and the those exhibit was there so we went in there um it's really cool it was a really i wish i could go back but yeah they talked a lot about toy story and they showed a lot about what they were doing and they like cars and all these movies and how they yeah do the things that they're doing i just it boggles my mind that they made this in 96 and they did this computer animation and like how big and it all holds up pretty well. Hey? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, but, like, how much file size and stuff, like, you know, like, now oh, it's, like, sorry. just... sorry, with the tech guys the talking tech now. Guy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just think that's insane, though. Like, like I was reading that they were actually cutting things out, like, like hair. They, they, everybody's hair is tied up, essentially, because it was so hard to animate hair, and it was taking so long to animate hair that they just had every, all the girls' hair was, like, tied up a lot of the times wow because it was taking too long to computer generate stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's just like you, you like nowadays you know you see a pixar movie and their hair looks just like realistic like just super flowy and all this and it's just yeah i yeah. just think that's crazy um all I right one, I, sorry i have one more thing i wanted to say is uh i'm sure we're going to talk about it uh but randy newman no g man he's my boy yeah you got a friend of me an og he yeah. is an og yeah he made that yeah, as you're as, telling me that didn't win the Oscar for best original song. No, it was nominated. It didn't win though. That's insane. That's a travesty. Everybody yeah. knows you got a friend in me. Yeah. And if you don't, life I don't sentence. Know. <laughs> life sentence. <laughs> death. <laughs> you're on death row. I know. I know. As a friend group, we did this before where we made a bracket of like the Disney songs and whatnot. Like we got to do it again because I want to know where you got a friend in me is gonna wind up. Yeah, it's gotta be at the top. It's man. gotta be really, really high up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break and then we'll get into the categories. All right, we're back with the categories. Starting with category number one is the Mount Rushmore, where we give our top four scenes. So I'll give my top four, and then you guys give your top four, and we'll go from there. First one I have is like the birthday, his uh, Andy's birthday scene, with the army guys, and they're like roll out, roll out, yeah. and there's the little moment where they're like on the walkie-talkie, and the army guys like. You got bed sheets. You got bed sheets, and Mr. Potato's <laughs> like bed sheets. Who invited that kid? That's that's one of my yeah. uh, front runners for best lines that's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that scene. And then when they find out, like uh, you know, they got a new toy and Buzz, and everyone's like panicking and stuff. Um, I love the gas station scene. It's just Woody and Buzz, mm. and they're fighting underneath like the spotlight of the gas station, and they're really. This is a really the two main characters are going at it. Yep. Like, this is the main conflict is the two of them, and now they're by themselves in a major conflict. Let's go. Love that. Word. When Buzz finds out that he's, like, a toy is actually heartbreaking. Like, when he's at uh, Sid's house, and he, like, sneaks in, and he's watching the Sid's parents, I guess, watching TV, and he finds out, like, he's a toy, and he's... Yep. Um, it's We talked about that, actually, in English when I was in high school. We talked about, like, the character arc, the hero finding that... It's like a the low point of the of the hero, and we talked about that in English. We talked about Toy Story. We talked about Buzz's like hero arc. Wow, this is really interesting. Yeah, um, and the last one was like the final scene is awesome, like when him and when Buzz and Woody are on the little on the car, and they have to like oh, explode yeah. down into the mm-hmm. the moving truck and yep. stuff like that. It's all and there's that classic shot of them flying in the air. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, th- that's my favorite. Uh, I think that's probably my favorite scene, but you guys, what's your, any other scenes? Uh, you missed the very, very first scene of the movie. Man, I feel like every movie I do, I just fall in love with the intro for some reason. But when Andy's playing with all of his toys, I feel like you just figure out so much about this movie, Andy, the toys themselves. Like they, who he, he thinks is good and who he thinks is yeah, bad. Yeah, and then yeah. and then he leaves and you have that moment where you let it breathe and like. Well, have you ever heard that talking. theory about Toy Story three? When at the very end of Toy Story three, when we think it's going to be over, like before they didn't think they were going to Toy Story four, and Andy is giving his toys to that little girl and yeah. he pulls them out and he explains each one. 
like Woody is trustworthy and Buzz mm-hmm. is a hero. Buzz is Buzz is the mass, the alpha male, and like blah blah blah. There's a theory that the way the toys are are directly their personalities are because of what Andy thinks of them. Not they never made their own personalities. It's what Andy created for them. Wow. Because they're toys, mm. <laughs> and Woody wasn't a loyal, trustworthy guy. It's because Andy fell in love with him for whatever reason and created that story for him. He created the story of Pork Chop and Potato Head being who they are, and Rex being anxious and all this stuff like that. So, Dang. yeah, hmm. thought that was cool. But then, anyways, back to your point about the first scene. Oh no, that was it. I yeah. just I wanted to nominate that for Mount Rushmore. Yeah. That's all it was. Do you have another one or no? Uh, what are you Ty? Army scene. Yeah, yeah. The the truck scene. Oh, when Buzz was first introduced, like on the bed. Yeah. And he's like, I'm in mm. an unknown land. <laughs> just, like, yeah, I just love that. Like, you, you'd learn a lot about him, like within two minutes. Sheriff, do you trust these life forms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just love that. So, what's yeah. your guys' favorite scene then? My favorite is probably, like, and it's not the one I enjoy the most, but I think the best scene in the movie is Buzz seeing the Buzz Lightyear commercial. Yeah. And Buzz trying to fly out the window and falling and Mm. hurting himself. Mm -hmm. Like, that's... Powerful stuff right there. It kind of is. Yeah. Like, no joke. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Uh, the song playing behind it. Yes. Whatever. It's... I don't know what it is, but... Yeah. It's it's powerful. Yeah, it's powerful. Powerful stuff. Uh, I... Absolutely love that scene. I actually might just, yeah, I'm going to agree with Mickey on that. I love yeah. that scene too. All right, let's go to category two is what still works. I have big capitalization. First thing, the length. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Hour and 20. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Let's get in, get out. Tell my story, introduce the characters, wrap up the characters, make me feel for the characters. Let's go. Don't need to drag this bitch on any longer. <laughs> let's go. Damn. Uh, no, man. It was the beginning of uh, Pixar dominance, and Pixar's like low key dominated Disney since this point. Well, in terms of quality, like, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, in terms of quality, it, it really has. Um, how they make you feel, how the writing and the story and everything around how they make you feel for like inanimate objects. Like if you really think about it, these are we have toys. You have a toy. You have everyone's had toys. Mm-hmm. And they make you feel for these things that you would have never thought about feeling for. But yep. a kid would. Yeah. That's uh, that's one of the you know that's one of the wrinkles in this movie. Like that's kind of how they get you as a kid and how they get the adults as well. I think. Yeah. What do you mean you think? That's true. All right. <laughs> uh, how amazing the digital animation still looks. Oh yeah. Like it really holds up. Like. I kind of expected rewatching it because I've rewatched it quite a few times, you know, more than you guys. But then when I was rewatching it, getting ready for the pod, I was ready to, okay, probably gonna have to shit on the visual effects here. Probably doesn't look very good at some points, but it, it looks, it looks like it was made last year. Yeah, it mm-hmm. looks amazing. It really does. It's amazing. Um, Tom Hanks, uh, Tim Allen, like the two of them going like back and forth with each other, being completely foils of each other, and Tim Allen. Also being a huge star in the 90s, um, not as much as Hanks, but getting these two big actors to be in in a movie where at the time you wouldn't have think you would not have thought that this was going to be successful signing up for it. They probably really took leaps of faith because a lot of big actors turn these roles down. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and the last thing I have is just the score, soundtrack, and all yeah. that stuff like that. Some uh, Randy Newman shoutouts. Yeah. But yeah, those are all my what's to work. Do so you guys have anything? Uh, the message, what it portrays, what There's they several messages, messages, for, yeah, for like depending on how old you are. Yes, and it changes. Like I was saying, with age, from what you look at it as a kid, and then what you take away from an, an adult, even as a Lo- teenager, even as a teen, so many, so many different. Yeah. Things. So that works really well. Um, I literally just said the whole movie, <laughs> like just Honestly. the movie yeah. just works, mm-hmm. uh, everything about it. Um, there's, I, I wanted to, I, man, it's, it's the adult, like 
fit like themes and motifs in this movie that like don't overshadow or like take like full grip of the experience like buzz has a moment where he contemplates his existence and woody has a moment where he begs for his life Mm -hmm. and like that's some serious shit Mm -hmm. and it's pretty cool that they were able to you know have these have these moments kind of camouflaged into a kid's movie Mm. and I also had uh, Mr. Potato Head is just on fire yeah. Yeah. right out of the gate. Like the whole, like, and he doesn't stop the whole movie. What are you looking at, you hockey puck? <laughs> <laughs> He's just he flame throws so the whole like, series exactly. Like He's pulling up from deep, and he is cash. Every time he makes that like, hey, really- look, I'm Picasso. <laughs> when he calls ham an uncultured swine, I was dying. Like I actually <laughs> thought that was so funny. It like, yeah. was a kids movie, and I love he makes that one like sexual innuendo about him being like horny because he doesn't have a Mrs. Potato Head and toy. I can't remember the exact. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. He makes that like at the I, beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted Mrs. Potato. Head. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and I also had a little a little note here that SpongeBob gets drunk off ice cream and Buzz gets drunk off tea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just great. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, category three is cringe moments. I I feel the Woody Bo Peep thing that they have going on. Yeah, is kind of weird and doesn't really need to be in it. Mm-hmm. I think they can they can further the dynamic of them being in a relationship later on and make it and longer I guess but it's like it's really weird there's that one moment where it's just really weird are you talking at the end when they make out no, or like the, in, in the beginning in the beginning I, yeah. yeah 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 I know yeah. I get you and then the, I know it's like a Pixar movie and stuff but Sid just wears the same clothes every single day I know, <laughs> I know. skull shirt skull and shirt jeans, jeans. And that's it. Yeah, you know, he is a weird kid though yeah. do. do you guys have anything for cringe moments you know what this uh, this film is like it's amazing the achievements of CGI and what they were able to do with like computer generation and whatnot but there was one effect that I just thought looked terrible and it was when it was it was the scene where they all like kind of take the veil off in front of Sid and like the toys are starting to intimidate Sid when they're mm. coming back to life, and there's a sand pit. I think Sid must have buried a car in the sand pit, and the car like comes up from the sand pit, and like that, like the way it looked, like the effect of the car coming up, it was just like, eesh. Like yeah. <laughs> this looks like this was in a PS2 video. Game. <laughs> like this is not it right now. But that was the only. That was the only thing that took me out of the experience. Right. But, you know, it's worth talking about. Yeah. Um, mine is kind of like a what's up with that as well with a cringe moment. But, like, with well, the... Tr- we're doing what's up with that. Well, it's it's it's, it's both. It kind of, like, okay. translates right. to both. So, uh, it's, like, at the end with, like, the truck going into the truck. And they, like, lower the gate. And it's just, like, dragging on the fucking ground. And... No one notices. Nobody notices. Like, it's just, like, super cringy, man. Like... Yeah. No. I don't... I just... That wouldn't happen. It would never happen, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, the whole back end of the truck is just open, like, yeah. <laughs> just whatever. So I kind of always cringe at that, but. Yeah, let's go to category four. Who is the most dateable person and why? I had a tough time with this because, you know, they are toys. Yep. <laughs> yep. But I'm thinking personalities. Let's, let's, let's not think yes. about, so I think it's like between like Buzz and Woody. Okay. I don't. I don't think either of those are, are dateable Like, characters. do you think Woody is toxic? I kind of do. In this movie specifically, he is. Woody is very controlling. He's very controlling. Woody is manipulative. He's kind of, he can be manipulative and controlling. Needs to be the center of attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like, very, he has some toxic qualities to him. And Buzz, like, excuse me. Buzz doesn't really have himself figured out yet. So I don't know if, like, that's somebody that I would want to go out with either. Yeah. I didn't have. I had a hard time picking out a dateable character amongst the group. I really did. Okay. Like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> no, Mr. Nah. Potato Head's gonna win some other awards, but I don't think he's the most dateable character. No, I would say like, Andy's think, mom. 
Andy's mom. She, like, yeah. she raised a good boy, man. She loves her son. She loves her son. She loves her son. And, yeah. you know, you don't know what That's happened hot. to Andy's dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's single. She's single. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> She's single. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know. Yeah. She's probably, I would say. Like, who, who else is another candidate? Bo Peep is just, like, dancing no. in distress. Yeah, yeah. no. No, uh, absolutely not. Like um, Rex, no. Porkchop, no. Slinky, no. Andy, no. The wrestle guy. Sid, <laughs> no. Sid's parents, no. Yeah. Like Sid's no sister? One. Sid's. <laughs> this is, it's, yeah. it's weird because this is a great movie with great characters and there's nobody dateable. It's very yeah. strange. It's, I'm not, yeah. And I'm not really mad about it. It's not like Neither it's a bad no. quality. It's, just, it's, it's an anomaly. Yeah. yeah. No dateable people. No dateable people. Oh. All right, let's go to category five is what's up with that? Where we talk about plot holes or any questions we have about the movie. I have some questions for you guys. Okay. Andy's dad? What's, yeah. What's, uh, they never really address that, so let's let's make up our own. Like, What do we think is going on with Andy's dad? Passed away. Yeah, he might have. He might have. Maybe, maybe he was the dude that just like... Uh, maybe he knocked up Andy's mom and just like skirted. Hasn't been in the picture this whole time. He went time. to go get milk and never came back. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I like that he are, died. Are you, try, are you trying to make like a really cool story for him? No, no, no. I'm happening? just no. I'm just like like legit. Like, is there any evidence about Andy or Andy's mom that could tell us what happened to his dad without them really telling us what happened? You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, is there evidence that Andy? feels some sort of way because his dad passed away or that his dad's gone or that maybe there is his dad and they just never show him hmm. like but how like, do we know he didn't serve in the army and like die in uh, combat you yeah know? true I yeah I, I don't know like they've never they never really mentioned it, his yeah. dad or, or they never showed like the toys never talk about they toys talk about his his mom yeah they never talk about Annie's dad yeah. so yeah hmm. Okay, so this is a zag, and maybe we could just hear me out. Not saying I agree with this take I'm gonna make, but like just hear me out. Okay. Do we feel sympathy for Sid? Do we feel bad for Sid? Because clearly Sid has some issues going on in his family life that would make him do what he does. Yeah. I ain't never met a kid who wants to explode toys and do all these bad things whose parents are angels yeah so the reason i feel that sid does the things that he does and we hate him is because one we're from the perspective of a toy and the toys clearly don't like him for an obvious reason what does annie think of sid because annie's just like whatever about him they make Sid such a bad guy from the toys perspective. Maybe he is not that bad of a guy. And maybe because of his parents, whatever's going on. His parents are in his life because they show his parents are watching the TV when Buzz yeah. yep. finds out. But maybe they... And his sister isn't a sadist or a masochist. No. No. Yeah, so there's something going on with Sid personally as the oldest kid too. I don't know. Do we feel like... Or am I just really overthinking? Or is he just being a rebel? I don't think so. Yeah. As think some kids are. To be made. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just a kid. I would. All. I would really like to like dive into what do you think? Like Andy thinks of Sid. Like they're the same age or Sid a little older. I think, I think Sid's, Sid's a little older. Yeah. yeah. Sid's like in junior high. You think? Yeah. He's got well, the braces he's on. Explosives. Fireworks and stuff. So yeah. And he's and like his mom, and he goes to Pizza Planet clearly alone, mm. and Andy goes with his mom, so his. Sid's mom either A doesn't care about him or is like, oh, you're old enough, you can just go alone to Pizza Planet. So, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I've never understood this. This has really nothing to do with the movie. It just has. There have been far too many couples in my life who I've seen pictures of on social media who dress up as Woody and Jesse. Woody and Jesse are fucking siblings, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, Let him know, a man. more appropriate costume is if if you're going to dress up as Jesse, your boyfriend better be Buzz. And if you're going to dress up as Woody, your your girlfriend better be Bo Peep. That's who dates. <laughs> yeah. It's What are we doing here? <laughs> I'm like, incense. Incense. Like, me and my sister could dress up as Woody and Jesse. 
Like, what the fuck? It can't be so obvious. And I mentioned this to people, and they're, like, dumbfounded, and they're mad at me. I'm like, bro, that means you have not seen Toy Story, and you must die. Oh, <laughs> You must die. <laughs> What's up with that? You're yeah, right true that. Um, and the last thing is, I just put Pizza Planet as dope. This <laughs> place seems like a deezed up Chuck E. Cheese. What's up with that, man? That is sick. Pizza Planet looks so cool. They like hand the whole thing. It looks so sick. Ben would, ben would like, be lost. In <laughs> he would just have a heyday. If we had a Pizza Planet growing up, Ben would have been living in that bitch after school. Facts, man. In school. I don't care. I'll be working it. In, in school. In school, Ben's making all the moves like, hey, you guys coming to Pizza Planet tonight? Yo, yo. I'm going right after school. Yo, yo, yo We play. can play the arcade thing. Yo, yo, what's the play? Pizza Planet, eh? Pizza Planet. Yeah. Those are my what's up with that. So you guys have anything? Yeah. I do. I do. All right, you let's go. go first time? Sure. Um, so as we talked about, Buzz had like an existential crisis about not realizing he's a toy. Mm-hmm. But why does he freeze up every time somebody comes in? Mm. If he doesn't believe he's a, not That's a toy. True. Yes, yeah. sir. Do you think he just does what other people do? He's a leader. Maybe. I, I think it's like an instinct, I guess. Like, yeah. That all toys possess naturally. And that's why it's like a meaningful scene when they expose themselves to Sid. It's like it's evident to the viewer that that's something that doesn't typically happen. Uh huh. So yeah. I think the in the back of his head, he kind of understands he needs to keep the act up. Yeah. Right. Okay. Hold up appearances. Okay. Yeah. Let's roll with that. Um, but that's a very good point you make. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, I kind of talked about it earlier, just with the truck scene. I just don't get how <laughs> nobody notices that. I don't know. Very What's valid. up with that? Very valid. Yeah. Um, I got a couple. The paratroopers parachute. Like, the paratroopers, they drop down. Like the Green Army the, guys? Yep, the arm, they're paratroopers yeah. because they parachute, yeah. like, down to the lower level. Yeah. And their parachutes just disappear. <laughs> they cut them <laughs> off. The, yeah, but then where did they go? Yeah. yeah. Like, the parachutes are just never seen again. Minus points for that. What the hell? <laughs> um, Andy, Andy gets Buzz a week before he moves out, but... He redoes his entire room. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Very wild. Like, and I'm talking like he's got different shit on the wall. Do you think the the move was uh, pushed back because, I don't know. It must have been. Well, they never, like, tell you that, though. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I have written here... Lamau, why does Sid sleep like that? <laughs> <laughs> Sid, Sid sleeps like on his knees and his face. <laughs> like really weird, really really weird. He sleeps like a yoga position. Yeah, no. Stretching out his there's, back. There's man. no way that's comfortable. Nobody sleeps like that. What the hell? And the when they RC, so RC goes back and like helps Buzz and Woody. They save RC. Yeah. Except they left RC's remote in the middle of the street. So now he can't. So even... sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad when I saw that. So now RC can't move anymore. Yeah, I was like, what are they going to do for RC? Did they get him a new remote? I don't remember if they did it in Toy Story 2 or not. I don't yeah, know. I hope they did. Yeah. RC's a good soldier. He went, if he went down, he went down like a champ. Love that. That's all I got for what's up with that. I, uh, I missed one, actually. It was. Uh, when Buzz is like fixing his ship and he's like taping it, yeah. Like, how does Andy not notice that some shady mm. shit's been going on in the background and all of a sudden there's like tape all over something yeah. that he didn't put it on? Maybe he could assume it was his mom or something like that. But that was another great moment in the movie. Yeah, where, like Buzz <laughs> like, is like, "Pass me the adhesive strip," <laughs> yeah. and then like some toy is just like, "Buzz really likes tape." <laughs> <laughs> And then Woody's like, stop what you're doing, man. Like, oh, what? Yeah. Okay, let's go to category six, freaks and geeks, where we completely nerd out with camera angles, weird quirks about the movie, etc., etc. Sid Phillips is said to be inspired by a former Pixar employee of the same last name who was known to dissemble toys and use the parts to build bizarre creations. Billy Crystal was originally offered the chance to voice Buzz Lightyear, but declined. 
After seeing the finished film, he said the decision was the biggest mistake of his career. Upon learning this, John Lasseter telephoned Billy's house to offer him the role of Mike Wazowski in Monsters, Inc. Wow. Billy's wife answered the telephone and said, John Lasseter wants to speak to you. Billy took the phone from his wife and just said yes. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's sick. I love that. That's the Mike Wazowski origin story. Uh, Tom Hanks recorded his dialogue during the breaks of Sleepless in Seattle, 93, and The League of Their Own, 92. And he didn't want to record his dialogue during the breaks of Philadelphia or Forrest Gump because he felt he shouldn't do comedic roles in between playing serious roles. So he had four movies going going on? on. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Five. Five Five movies going on at the same time while doing that. Oh, my goodness. That guy. Facts. Legend. You guys have any uh, freaks and geeks stuff? I do. I do. Take it away, Mickey. All right. Um... This was something I only could have realized today, I guess. But Buzz's origin story is beat for beat the plot of Star Wars Rogue One. Zerg is building a weapon that has the capability of destroying a planet. And Buzz is the only one with the information of the weapon's weak spot. That's his origin story. Wow. That is exactly like Rogue One and how... uh, episode four like star wars episode four like starts basically how the movie goes so it's like note for note so disney's was running out of ideas oh i guess that wasn't disney at the time that was george Lucas. well they hadn't made obviously they hadn't made rogue one yet so they hadn't made a movie about like getting the information and like getting it out to whoever needs it or whatnot but like basically they copy and pasted like the opening paragraph <laughs> of the credit crawl <laughs> in the first star wars movie i'm down with it though it's cool like it's it's a freaks and geeks uh moment and not a what's up with that moment i'm absolutely cool with it pay homage i love it there's a lot of homages to this one yeah. there's an homage like sid's wallpaper and, and it's like his wallpaper in the house and on the, the carpet on the ground is the same in the shining Ooh! Wow! Creepy. Yeah. We we love our homages here at Wilson yeah. Pod. Yeah. And uh, Tim Allen, when uh, he was discussing Toy Story, is quoted as saying, "I've always loved animated films. I've always wondered how the voices get done. Now that I know how they're done, I will never ever do one of these again." <laughs> Three Toy Story movies later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what I got for uh, freaks and geeks. Okay, I I have one, and it's specifically directed to Ben. Uh, I know for your love of Pizza Planet, as you just mentioned. Yes. Well, it was originally supposed to be called Pizza Putt, which is a combination between a pizzeria and a mini golf. That's what they originally had in the screenplay, and then they changed it to Pizza Planet. So imagine if it was a pizza putt you'd still probably hate awesome. your life yeah still be, awesome. <laughs> still be awesome pizza plant's cooler but pizza putt would have been pizza cool. putt that's such a like i think there'd be so many like issues with like pizza hut ben like, would and, know like, the, that the golf issues. course like the back of his you know what <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, he would go there so much by the time he was nine years old he just get holding one. ones every single <laughs> hole. yeah he like just know what to do played 18 shot 18 <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll get into category seven. Right, we're back with category seven, the Brad Pitt Award for best quote. All right, here are my favorite quotes. <laughs> hey, look, I'm Picasso. <laughs> Who's that? You uncultured swine. <laughs> that, that's unbelievable. That's line. immortal. That is so awesome. That's great. And then, what are you looking at, you hockey puck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anything Mr. Potato yeah. Head Mr. Says. Potato Head is so <laughs> he just, gold. Everything man. he says, you can just quote that. It's Cash okay money. It. It's bed sheets. It's bed sheets. Who invited that <laughs> Who kid? Who invited this guy? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't flying. That was falling with style. Yeah, it's a good one. You are a toy. You aren't the real Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear? You're an action figure. You're a child's plaything. And then the last one I have is, you are a sad, strange little man. And you have my pity. (laughs) 
That's, oh, those are mine. Uh, two things. This isn't fall. Uh, this isn't flying. It's falling with style. It's a much more effective line when Buzz says it the second time. Yeah. Like that. Cool. Chef's kiss. And uh, there's only one. There's only one you left off, Ben. And mm-hmm. it could be the most iconic line in the whole. I know movie. which one you're gonna to say. To and beyond. To and yeah, I guess. Beyond. Yeah. Uh, I have a, uh, one or two, uh, which are also iconic, which is reach for the sky. Mm. And the town ain't big enough for the both of us. But that's pretty much anything Woody says, like his classic, like, like when you pull, pull, a string. pull a string. Yeah. 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 So. All right. But otherwise, yeah, you hit. Whoa. So who are you giving the award to? Probably the you uncultured swine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is great. I'm so happy. Let's give it a Mr. Potato. <laughs> yeah. Category eight is the blind pig award for the character you'd want to bring to the bar for one night and one night only. Not just any bar, though. The blind, the blind pig. pig. So they're all toys, but if I had to take their personalities and put them into human beings, I think Mr. Potato Head would be yes, a sir. really good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. I have yeah. an exclamation point next to mine yeah. with Mr. Even, Potato Head. I think Pork Chop, the two of them together, would be fun. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I'm still, yeah, it's Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. Anyone else? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't. I don't think anybody was worthy of no. a nomination. Yeah. Category 9 is the Al Pacino Award for overacting. Um, Nobody. I have no one down. Wow. Yeah. Do you have anybody, Tyler? Uh, I, I had uh, the kid. What? Sid? Sid. In oh, some, I thought some, you meant Andy. No, 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 no. Sorry, uh, Sid. In some, in certain things, like, like his laugh that he does, like, with, like <laughs> he's, like, taping it. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, there's just certain things, but, like, it's hard to pick one. Like, there, there is not really one, I think. Yeah. Mine was Bo Peep. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I specifically more in the beginning of the movie. I think she was just doing too much. Honestly. Yeah. She's she, like she's way too far into the damsel in distress like type beat. What I also think is a point like a really good um, detail that Toy Story like does a good job of is all of Woody's or sorry all of Andy's toys except for Peeper boys mm. because that's what a boy would play with. He would assume that they're all dudes. I guess, and if you go, if you go, go into with his the theory room. that like he like projects these personalities yeah. onto the people, then like maybe Bo Peep just is the damsel in distress. Yeah, because that's what he would just assume a girl would be. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and if you go into like uh, Andy's sister's room, what's her name again, man? Well, she doesn't have a, a even like any role. No, she doesn't. She is kind of later though, but yeah. But she, uh, Toy Story One, like yeah. she's at Pizza Planet, and, and she's like three though. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say younger than that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm I'm cool if we don't give the award yeah. to Bo Peep. Okay, let's go to Category Ten, the McLovin Award for the actor or actress who never misses in limited screen time, under ten to fifteen minutes. Here's my three nominees: Potato Head, Ham, and and Rex. Yeah. All three of them do a really good job and under, like mm. just kill oh, it. Yeah. They absolutely do. Yeah. yeah. It's probably Mr. Potato Head, like but I would have to give the shout outs to to Ham and Rex who were played I think by Ratzenberger and Wallace Shawn, who were like amazing voice actors. Like Wallace, Wallace Shawn, Shawn is uh Do you guys know who Wallace Shawn is? Yeah, oh. from Princess Bride. He's Princess Bride. He's like yeah. Inconceivable <laughs> Oh yeah. okay. Like right, Andre yeah. the Giant's like little uh Oh. Like the little guy, that's him. Uh, is he in like a lot of Pixar stuff or like? Yeah, yeah, he is. Okay. Ratzenberger's in like everything. Oh, is he like the? Is he like the Mack truck? Like, is he the yeah. dude that's in like? Okay. Yeah. All right. I, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll look into these guys, figure out who they are. But uh, for my McLovin Award, I couldn't f- bring myself to give it to one of like Andy's toys, like. Yeah, they probably were in the movie for less than 20 or 15 minutes, but it's only an hour 20 long movie. So I actually gave my McLovin Award, and this is very rare. I don't normally give my like individual awards to groups, but for me, it's the LGMs. They were hilarious in their little scene. 
The claw. <laughs> <laughs> they were great, man. It has like, chosen you. <laughs> I like later, like, you saved my life. We're eternally grateful. <laughs> yeah. 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 Actually, they're really good, too. Yeah. Who was uh, yours, Tyler? I had I had Rex or Mr. Potato Head yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah, Rex is like when he's like, is this in this one? He's like flipping through the channels. On t- no, that's the second one. Where he's like <laughs> yeah, spamming yeah, yeah. the thing on the TV. Yeah, yeah, no, he's playing the video. He's playing as Buzz in the video game. He keeps dying. Like. <laughs> Buzz is like, I got you, man. <laughs> yeah. um, category 11 this is the Brooks Hatlin Award for how much jail time for somebody who has not seen this movie? Let's go, boys. Oh, boy. Um... Judge Ben residing. All rise. All rise. Mickey, you have the floor. Oh, it's me. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, order in the court. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make an occasion of this. This is the first time I will be handing out such a sentence. By far the most strict I have given on this podcast. And I will gladly, to the defendant who is guilty of never seeing Toy Story before, 50 years, life sentence, no parole, book it. Nice. Book it. Tyler? I said death row. <laughs> <laughs> Not even jail. We don't, Not we even don't jail. Just, the, we don't believe in the death penalty over oh, here. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. Far. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> then, yeah, 50 years, no parole. Get out. I you said just... life sentence as well. And... Your parents get thrown in there with you <laughs> because your parents are doing you a disservice by not showing wow. this to you. Wow! The first ever Brooks Brooks Hatlin Award concurrence. Wow! Remember? Yeah, we all agree on the same thing here. Yeah, you're, Unreal. You're actually fucked if you've never seen this movie. Yeah, yeah. you're a psychopath if I you've never seen it. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. All right, let's go to category twelve: the scenes you wish you saw. Um, I wish I saw like an Andy and Sid interaction. I know this movie is not about, you never see, that's the whole point of it, is that you never really see Andy and never really hear him talk or anything, but I would love to have, like, them had run into each other mm-hmm. outside, and maybe Andy's like, yo, have you seen my toys? Like, you you blow them up, I don't know, maybe you stole them? <laughs> so, you guys? Uh, I didn't have anything, I thought, I thought, you know... You talk about perfect movies a lot on this podcast. I'm I'm shocked you haven't brought that term up when it comes to this movie. I I can't think of anything that could yeah. have been added or taken out. Mm-hmm. Um, only thing, and I only thought of this now because you brought it up with Andy's dad. Something, just a little something, something of yeah. what happened to him or yeah. something. Just it could be like twenty seconds of maybe an you know R.I.P. on the wall or something like yeah. that or whatever. And like yeah. there you go. Okay, boom. That's we it. know he died. Now we know he died. Or we know whatever happened. Whatever right? might have happened. Yeah. So something super quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go to category thirteen: the elevator pitch. We pitch each other sequels or prequels to the movie. You guys got anything? I don't have any. Because they're doing it all now. So they've done all the sequels, and they're gonna do the spinoff of Buzz. Yeah. Um, and I think it's gonna be good. Like I'm excited for it. I love elevator pitch. I love this category. I think I'm really good at this category. I got nothing. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just been done. Yeah. It's been done. Yeah. Yeah. What if, do you think, what if they just spun off and you get the look of like Andy's life and you get like what he think, what he, like maybe the toys aren't really in it, but it's just about Andy. Yeah. It'd be pretty bland. Yeah. Don't you think? You could, like Pixar could figure it out. Yeah. Pixar could make you cry. Do you like, uh, how the toys are made and like how they come to be with like these, like come alive like they when they're getting touch on made, that in Toy they? Story 2 though when they're coming oh true like they're, they yes you're right see the manufacturing part of it yes that is yeah. true yeah they've kind of done everything yeah they have really done everything yeah. yeah category 14 is would you watch this as a Broadway musical I say yes I agree I, I think also it would agree. be really really well done yes yeah, this is this it doesn't happen very often but yeah. this this is a resounding yes and I think it would be like uh, yeah not only would I watch it I think it would be actually well done yeah, yeah. really good yeah you could yeah. like make it happen people would watch it you got it. a friend in me could be like the big song yeah, yeah absolutely man they you could really blow it out of the water with a yeah. musical yeah. 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 yeah you could kill it uh, category 15 is the Schindler's List to super bad rewatchability scale with Schindler's List being a zero great movie to super bad being a 10 out of 10, out of 10 rewatchable for me it's like a 9 Mm-hmm. On my scale, it's like extremely high. I rewatch this a lot. 
I think it gets better every time. You find new things. Never get sick of it. The length really, like, helps it's, it's, for you. Yeah. Like, it's nice to sit makes down. Makes it more rewatchable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Length, length for me makes movies more rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's tough to rewatch three-hour movies. True. For a long time. Yeah. What would you guys say? I... Last episode we did, I like. I'm just gonna stick to what I said before in comparing this to being as rewatchable as Harry Potter and the Prisoner mm-hmm. of Azkaban. So I'm gonna stick with that. Yeah, and I agree with that. Yeah, like for for myself, which I said was like maybe once a year. Yeah, for me. So, all right. Yeah. Category sixteen is the MVP for either an actor, an actress, director, screenplay, writer, cinematography, whatever. Here are my three nominees. Uh, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen is one. Mm-hmm. John Lasseter, who wrote it and directed, who helped writing, and just Pixar in general. Anyone else you want to bring into the race? No. No. So what? What are who are you guys thinking? Who are you leaning towards? I'm leaning towards Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, and they, I had them as a duo as yeah. well. Uh, and yeah, they're for me. Uh, I'm leaning towards the director and writer, but I would also understand the case towards Pixar. I actually I, agree. I with understand Pixar. all three cases, man. Yeah, Pixar as well. Like, yeah, that's a. I didn't think of that. Especially that's because, huge, like, man. it was so. It's such an innovative movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm stuck here, man. I don't know. Hmm. Three-way tie. <laughs> yeah, because, sure. Like, here's the case for the writer and the director. Like, it takes vision. To make a movie like this, yeah, like, he's not really. You're not really directing. In a, hmm. you're not really directing in a in a voiceover movie. Interesting. In in my opinion. Yeah. What are you really directing? Well, okay. Then in that case, I think the screenplay then becomes much more important. Like, literally. Well, because they're literally drawing it out scene by scene, and like how these scenes are gonna work and like move together and blend. So I think we need to shout out Joss Whedon in this discussion. Mm. He's an OG. He he, he, he very accomplished. We like Joss yeah, Whedon yeah, here. He is. Yeah, yes, he, we do. he was very. I think he was very. Him and Joel Cohen were very like didn't have that much say in it mm. in the writing. I think they were very like just brought in random shit. Because yeah. I li- it was the three guys, and then I when I did more research, I found that Whedon and Cohen had some had a say in some things. They they kind of came in and yeah, so pitched I, in more. Yeah, I guess I think it's it's I, to me I guess it's Pixar, because they're started this. This is the first movie that started this whole. It's a movie genre. Yeah, they created their own genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Pixar and Disney are their own genre movies, like kids movies. Yes, mm-hmm. and they made kids movies appeal to to everyone and not just yep. stupid and childish and. and if dumb. this movie doesn't get made, there might not be a Shrek. And and so on and so many other ones like DreamWorks has all these movies. Yeah, it's probably it's probably Pixar. When did DreamWorks come to tuition? Was that like in two thousand two? Like I think Shrek, Shrek was, was their first movie. When was Shrek? Like two thousand two. Like oh four. Oh four. Was it oh four? Really, Shrek? Yeah, Shrek. Shrek two is like, oh you know whatever. Yeah, yeah, but no, I agree. Like uh, I talked about it earlier about how like this made this whole movement. And this animated like was this started yeah. it, and I agree. Actually, Pixar is definitely. Now you convinced me. Yeah, Pixar boys. All right, before we go, before I leave you with a quote for next week's movie. After talking it out with each other, do you guys have a high respect for this movie, or the same, or worse? After the three of us sat down and we conversed about it. Respect. Like, where's your respect sitting for this movie? Oh, it's high, man. My like my respect for this movie was very very high but it was not changed by this conversation no neither it was after i watched this movie for the pod where i was like wow i've been missing out this is like there is something special here yeah yeah no wonder it won so many well i say so many awards but it won that specialty award and stuff because it's just like what they could just it's different and it just it shows. This is a really important movie too. Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah. And Huge. Yeah. We're nerds. So yeah. I yeah. like that stuff. But yeah, no. Like my respect has like it's the same that coming into this pod. Yeah. As I am leaving it, it's it was super high up there. All right, boys. We did our first uh, Pixar movie. 
Hopefully, Hell yeah. Hope we do another one, honestly. I want to do some more, like, Pixar Disney stuff oh, man. later on in the pod life. So I'll leave you guys with a quote for next week. So here we go. The house always wins. All right, take care, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. still here it's over go to bed go to work go i'll be here next week go bye